Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet, Post Daily Dose. Hey there, Post Institute. How is everybody doing tonight? This is Christy Soule, the co-founder of the Post Institute, coming at you live. Of course, I want to plug these two books, Brian's book, From Fear to Love, and his other book, The Great Behavior Breakdown. And since these... Um, Daily doses are also used in our new podcast. I just want to plug that for a quick minute. Um, we're revising, reviving our YouTube channel, so you can find us on YouTube at The Post Institute. And we now have an anchor platform for podcasts, and that is The Post Institute as well. And I believe they're also coming up on Spotify. So look at us go. And it has a cute little jingle. And uh, it makes me laugh and do a little dance when I hear it. It's the post. It's the post. It's the post. The post daily dose. So we are calling ourselves the best little love-based parenting show on the internet. We might be the only one. I don't know. But we're not going to talk about that. We're just going to call ourselves the best. So, I hope everybody's doing well tonight. Um, thank you. I just want to give a quick thank you for you guys sharing your time. Time is a very precious, very, very precious resource, isn't it? And so, I just really appreciate you guys. <laughs> I got a WTH. I can't imagine, Doug. That must have to do with my singing. <laughs> if I can't get up here and make a little bit of a fool of myself, then I don't even know what I'm doing. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Nice to see you tonight. And so my topic tonight, um, I said absolute, absolute thinking is absolutely, absolutely a bad idea. I'm not exactly sure how I worded it, but that's my thought. Um, when I say that, um, what I'm referring to is when we make these very absolute comments or I'll never I'll never let anyone get close to me again. I'll never, I would never let anyone treat me like that. If I'd, I would never, I am not good at this period. Um, and what prompted it actually was I was listening to our podcast that got posted yesterday and it's an old, uh, an old, old, not like old, old, but like maybe a few months old of Brian talking. And um, he was talking about the movie X-Men and he was talking about how our children are like X-Men and they have secret hidden powers. And when you are raising an X-Man, traditional parenting is not going to meet the need. You can't raise X-Men like they're just normals because they have secret hidden powers. So we can have these ideas of these absolute challenges, these absolute difficulties, the absolute barriers but it's the absolute thinking that's getting in our way. And when he was talking and he was telling the story about the movie and couldn't think of the name of it, it made me think of this book. It's a series, the light's kinda, and it's backwards, isn't it? Um, the title of it is The Extraordinary Education of Nicholas Benedict, and it's called The Benedict Society. It's a little series of books that Marley and I read together. And I don't know because I've not seen X-Men, but it makes me think that it is highly possible that this series is what X-Men is based on because this actually is a series of books that tells the story of children who did not have families and they were all in various situations 
and they were all found by this man and he brought them to a school and gave them all this education because they all had secret powers. And then they all worked together with their secret powers to beat the evil villain. And it is a great story. It's a great series of stories. Um, I am completely blessed because for a very long time, I guess from the time my child was about three, mm, about three or four, um, we read at bedtime every night. And that was our routine. And that that developed all the way until she was about, probably about 14 every night. And I would close, I'd turn out all the lights and I would either use a book light or a flashlight laying on my chest so it'd be really dark. And she'd snuggle up or she'd lay next to me, whatever she was comfortable with, and we would read. And through that, we came across some of the most incredible stories for kids. Um, and I secretly was extremely grateful when she was ready to move from short books uh, to chapter books because then both of us could really get into the storyline. So the other thing that uh, I was thinking about when I decided on my topic was something else that I was reading today where they were talking about um, environment. They were talking about how just because you're not doing well in one environment doesn't like if you are he was using the analogy of a diet if you're on a diet and you slipped on your diet in one environment that doesn't mean you're going to keep slipping on your diet in every environment that you're in that the environment that you're in can have different elements different sensory elements different potential triggers different things that disrupt us that cause us not to be at our best and the same is true for our child, our children. They may struggle with academics sitting in the school setting, but they may learn just fine at home or vice versa. They may be struggling at home with academics, but they may do better with academics at school. They may struggle with social relationships when they're in large groups, but they may do fine in small groups. And so the thinking that I want you to really take away from this is not to get, don't get too hooked into absolute thinking because there's a lot of room, a lot of room out there to find where it is that we thrive and where we flow best. And if you're raising an X-Men, you're really going to have to be out of the box. You're going to have to be really creative. You're going to have to learn some creative ways to help them learn and grow and develop their gifts. Um... You guys know I have a child who's mobile by a wheelchair. I live my whole life knowing that everybody's good at something and nobody is good at everything. And I cannot live a defeated life. My child cannot live a defeated life just because she's mobile by a wheelchair. It's part of what makes her wonderful. She is beautifully created. I had a very good friend of ours remind me Everything about her is an asset. Everything about your child is an asset. You just have to figure out how the puzzle pieces fit together. So I want to see what Carrie's having to say. This is exactly what we were dealing with with our special education teacher is not understanding that our son is triggered 
when doing schoolwork at home, but he can hold it together while he's at school. <sighs> Without knowing about your home environment, you know, there can be a lot of different things about that. Um, and it's really important to, for that teacher to understand how different environments, and I'm so surprised being a special education teacher that that didn't just, that, that bit of knowledge and insight didn't just come because, um, you know, it's so true for all of us. If we just pause for a minute and we think about uh, when we revert to different kinds of behaviors or uh, maybe different habits, um, maybe subconscious things that we do, maybe impulses that we do, that, that we fall into, and how different environments, different situations can invite different aspects of ourselves to thrive. Um, so it would be interesting if we're stuck at home, Carrie, and that's going to be the way it is, if that's the situation, to, um, <coughs> excuse me, to play with um, the setting, to play with, uh, and when I say play with, I mean experiment, or analyze just in your thought processes, what's the environment at home, in your home, where does he do his schoolwork? Does he need something? You know, not everybody can do school on a screen. Some people need paper and pencil and books, right? Books that they can... Not everybody reads books on their phone. Uh, some people still like to hold the pages and turn the pages. Some people, like especially with certain kinds of education, some things need to be on a piece of paper where we write it down. Um... There's something, I think, for some people with the screen where our brains just look at it different. Like we've used, if we've always used screens for gaming, then it's really hard to train our brains to slow down and use the screen differently. Um, are there other people around? Does, is there a quiet place? Does he need somebody with him to at least, you know, get him started? Um... I know for my child, especially in younger years, um, the best option, the best, and she's done school online for quite a long time, and she's done homeschool at times as well, the live Google Meets. Ah, so can he just not be a part of those? Could he just not be in the live Google Meets? I know, in fact, I was just on a session. I've had uh, so many Zoom sessions for coaching in the last few months, and I can't tell you how many grown-ups say, I still feel really awkward about this because you're really also looking at yourself. And so, like right now, I'm looking at myself talk, and, you know, we can get all caught up in that and get really distracted. And so, there's a lot to it for other kiddos at homes, all special need, three on IEPs. First of all, let me just tell you, I love you. God bless you. That's a really big deal. That's a lot going on. And I'm guessing they're all in different grades. They all have different teachers. They all, and all their teachers have different agendas. 
I've asked for recorded sessions so far, no go. What state do you live in? Do you mind if I ask? This is great. Thank you, guys. And um, there's some people who are hanging out while we have this little conversation. And I think it's super. This will be a great opportunity for people to grow. The reason I ask what state you live in is because there may be a different online school platform that might work better than what your public school is offering. There are online platforms where you're not required to meet in the group. They do have one-on-one -on -one time with the teacher. Um, it's self-directed. It's something that you could sit down and, and an IEP can also be applied. They can modify the coursework. They can cut out some of the coursework. Um, sim uh, they can simplify it. They can supplement, like they can take um, certain, like if there's a certain area of challenge that's just whatever's on the platform that you're using isn't working, they can take things from other platforms and supplement it and still give you grades. And so there's just a lot, some platforms have a lot more flexibility. That platform that I was just speaking of is, um, well, in Oklahoma, it's called Epic and they have a lot of there's a lot of people talking about them because the way the contract with our state was set up, there's some issues. But outside of that, the overall design of what they're doing is really very cool. And so they offer actually like five different learning platforms that you can choose from in their school system. So Epic is the charter school and within the charter school they have five different software companies that offer five different uh, educational platforms. So you can choose your own platform and then you follow that platform for the entire semester and each platform can be modified for based on your IEP and based on what your child's needs are. Um, bottom line, this is, I'll just tell you, this is the insight that I have after many years and I finally grasped it. The state has standards for each school year and each subject. At least this is, this is how it's written out at the junior high and high school level. And so anything, anything that can meet those standards can be graded and accepted. So it doesn't, I mean, the, the school creates the structure thinking that it's, thinking that it's gonna meet everybody's needs but it may or may not meet everybody's needs. So there may be some flexibility um, if you look at maybe other online learning platforms or even to be able to discuss with your teacher, you know, this is just really not working. Um, maybe talk about some ideas, maybe bring somebody like me in on a meeting with the teacher to help advocate for some flexibility and meeting the student where they're at. They're on an IEP that tells us that there are some learning challenges and an IEP can be modified even with distance learning. So if they're not able to get creative, um, they might wanna consult with some people who have been doing this for a while so that your child's needs can be met. Also, um, Wright's Law starts with the letter W, W-R-I-G-H-T-S, Wright's Law is an excellent, um, platform. Uh, they have a website and they do a lot of my, I just had a little mental boop, 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 um, 
advocating. So they do a lot of school-based advocating. I've not looked at what they have online since the pandemic and distance learning has become such a big part of life, but I'm sure they have some things on their website that could be helpful. So you might look into rights law. So um, I think that covers it. I wanna do a little recap and I wanna also thank you, Carrie, for bringing this up because I know there'll be other people who learn when we ask questions and we're vulnerable and transparent with each other, everybody can learn and grow. And I'm sure there's other people that have other ideas and have had other experiences. Um, and depending also, depending on your child's age, I just really want to encourage and continue to encourage go easy. I know that as semesters begin to wind down, Every semester as it begins to wind down, everybody starts getting really stressed. Like, you're going to have to get all this work done and get it all in. And blah, blah, blah. You know, this whole year is kind of a big mess. You know, it's a big mess for a lot of people. There's some kids who are thriving with online learning. They're like, yay, I finally found my fit. And there's other, other people who are really struggling. Um, I just, I don't know in the grand scheme of things, but I can't help but feel like, when it all comes to fruition, everyone's going to go, oh, that was 2020. And that's going to be that. It's not going to be as big a deal as everybody's making it. They're 8, 9, 11, 13, and 17. They're 8, 9, 11, 13, and 17. Oh, mama, you got a house full. I have just, my heart is so big for you right now to encourage you to keep it simple. Learning is always happening. In fact, some of the most important learning of just building relationship and what to do with ourselves when we're not out there in the world, always going, going, going. And um, it's all going to work out. It's going to be okay. You know, maybe this is just when we learn about things like co cooperation or making dinner together and you know, when we're cooking and we're doing this and we're doing that, learning is happening every minute. All those fractions and uh, all those cutting up the cake, you know, you take it back to the really simple things and have confidence. Have confidence. We do. Yes, simple. And um, just... Um, I hope that those teachers can learn to extend some grace um, if they've not lived in a house full of four children 24 hours a day who have possible trauma histories, who have learning challenges during a pandemic, trying to learn online in a whole different style of learning, then they just don't get it. And that's sad for them because they're, they're missing the opportunity to meet X-Men because I bet your kids are incredible. So thank you guys so much. Thanks for being with me. Thanks for all that you do day in and day out to create healing in your families. I hope this evening that the things that have had you worried and stressed, that you can just put them aside and just enjoy those babies. Enjoy them. Love on them. The most important thing that you can be doing right now is just helping them grow beyond the things they've already experienced through love and connection. And so just to look at this time as a beautiful gift and the education piece, that's gonna work out. That's gonna work out. And remember what Brian tells us, in any given moment, 
We have two choices. We can act out of our blueprints of stress and fear and overwhelm, or we can take one to two to three deep breaths. And we can choose love. Much love to you guys. Have a blessed night.